views expressed on this program are those of the hosts, guests, and callers, and are not necessarily those of this station, its management, or other advertisers. You're listening to Transformation Talk Radio. Hi, welcome. This is Dr. John Martini. This is one of the most amazing and inspiring shows that you can listen into. If you want to be on the edge of your seats, if you want to open up your heart, if you want to expand your mind, and you want to meet incredible people, stay tuned because you're just about to experience a transformative radio show that will change your life. And you're listening to the Dr. Pat Show is coming up right next. Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. Talk radio to thrive by. Powerful, inspiring, and coming to you live, bringing you stories of people like you and me busting through and living life full out. Get ready to dare to wonder what your life would be like if you knew you could not fail. everybody. Welcome. I want to welcome you. Welcome. Hey, yes. Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. For those of you that were just listening, I want to welcome you back. It's great to have all of you tuning us in and turning us on. And as we've said before, if you want to find out more about us, you can always go check us out at the drpatshow.com, transformationtalkradio.com, or if you want to go to Facebook, The Dr. Pat Show, or Twitter, The Dr. Pat Show, go check us out. Uh, what a great show uh, we have got planned. But first, let me say hello to Mr. Benny. Hello, Mr. B. What's up? How you be? I be good. Yeah. 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 I be good, too. I'm excited. <laughs> I'm getting excited about the holiday, getting excited. Well, I mean, and if everyone doesn't know by now, it is your birthday tomorrow. Yes, it is. So let's the B kinda, day. Yeah. So any big plans for that? I think we should just kind of bring back from the holidays. Cause birthday might be a little more important. Yeah, you know. No? I'll tell you what. I ran my astrology chart. Aha. Uh-huh. Uh, I did, and it was fascinating because I haven't done it in a couple of years, and you know, I don't know. I know I just don't haven't been looking at it, and and then all of a sudden I just ran it, and then I did the solar return, which kind of looks at the year that's coming, right? And what's fascinating is I looked at some of the planets that, you know, are now lined up the same way they were on my birth chart. And so apparently that has some meaning. There's some special language. So I thought I was going to get like this 15-page report, <laughs> you know, or something like that, Benny, like 10 pages. That's usually what happens, yeah. Uh-huh. 163 pages. Wow. And I thought, Okay, what is this going to be? So I haven't had a chance to sit down and kind of absorb it all. Uh, But, you know, uh, this is where we have to step into the world of possibilities and just say, you know what? Life is going to be what you make it. Mm -hmm. (laughs) That's what today's show is about. Um, Birthday. Yes, it is tomorrow, believe it or not. Boy, how time flies. The big 21. It happens. (laughs) I know. (laughs) Okay, I'll give you some more love, 30. We'll go to 30. Yeah, give, yeah, give me a little bit. 21. Okay. Yeah, no one really wants to be 21 again. Exactly. I know, that's for sure. Well, you know what? I'm going to have to really look for help from my guests to help <laughs> me do some stress around that. Uh, yeah, this is what I love. The gift of maybe finding hope and possibility in uncertain times. Allison Carmen joining me here today. This is really, I, I love this, the gift of maybe. And, you know, certainly the word maybe has taken on many, many different forms of meaning in our lives a long time. 
But this is really a conversation that I have been so wanting to have. You know, when I think about somebody's journey and I think about some of the trials, some of the challenges, you you know, it's hard to even imagine how people come out the other side. And that's what I think about when I think about Allison. I think about, you know, the years that uh, were spent fighting a powerful, powerful addiction. And she'll talk about that in a minute uh, and what that means. But what if, what if this, this author, this life coach, this business consultant, this person discovered along the way that there is a gift of maybe? And what would that look like? How can we learn from what that really means? Whether she's working with entrepreneurs or, you know, million-dollar companies, attorneys, it doesn't matter. You know, her blog is off the charts. But here she is to help us understand that we can truly embrace a mindset of maybe to deal with what is happening in the world. And so I've been looking forward to having this conversation and opening up a whole new world of possibilities. Allison Carmen, joining me here today. Welcome to the show. Hello, Pat. Thank you for having me, and happy birthday. Ah, thank you. (laughs) Yeah, the world of uncertainty. Thank you so much. I I wanted to talk with you. I want to ask you this question. You know, I love this question. It's a question I've been asking people for 11 years now. You know, I've read your book, and we're going to talk about it, and and also I've, I've gone beyond reading your book. But here's what I'd love. What have you discovered? What are some of the challenges? What are some of the obstacles that you had to overcome, move beyond to bring you to this very moment? Well, I always say that I was an addict. I was addicted to certainty. And I always wanted to know what was going to happen next in my life. And if I didn't know what was going to happen, I projected that things were going to be bad or they wouldn't work out for me. And it's a very difficult way to live. And I think a lot of people live that way who are afraid of what's going to happen if they don't know what the answer is going to be. And for me, it started at a very young age. I always was worried about the college that I was going to go to or what grades I was going to get or if a boy liked me. But life was easy. So I was able to manage it. But as I got older, my life became more complicated, it was more difficult for me to manage all the stress and the anxiety I had around the area of uncertainty. And so I started to write this story that if I, I, when I became an attorney, everything would be okay. And I think a lot of us do that when we have stress or an anxiety, we say, well, if this one thing happens in my life, then I know I'll be okay and I won't have any more, anything else to worry about. So I remember my first day, I got a job at a very large law firm in Manhattan, and I was overlooking Central Park, and I was like, I've arrived, and now everything is going to be okay. I have nothing to worry about. I have achieved my goal, and life will be wonderful. And the second day, my office mate walks in and says, Allison, did you hear that they're firing half the first year? And I was a first year at the time, and that was it for me. My head started to spin, and all the worry came back into my mind, what's going to happen if they fire me? How am I going to pay my rent? What are my parents going to think? And months later, they didn't fire me, but I was already in that mindset of anxiety, and I was worried that they wouldn't like my memo. I was worried I wouldn't get a raise. I was worried my husband was going to leave me. I was worried there would be a terrorist attack in New York City. And with all this anxiety, I stopped sleeping, and my immune system became compromised, and I started to go to these doctors because I really felt ill, and I wanted to know what was wrong with me. And they, they took all this blood work, and they're like, there's nothing wrong with you. You're fine. Take this little blue pill with an anxiety pill, and you'll be okay. 
but even the pill gave me anxiety. And, and so I changed my diet and I, I did acupuncture and I started to have more balance. But the minute something unexpected happened in my life, I would spin out of control. Things are bad. Things aren't working out. And then one day someone shared with me this story about a farmer. And this farmer had a horse and the horse ran away. And his neighbor came by and said, you have the worst luck. And the farmer said, wow. maybe. And the next day the horse came back with five mares. And the neighbor came by and said, you have the best luck. And the farmer said, maybe. And the next day, the, the farmer's son was on the horse. He fell off and broke his leg. And the neighbor came by and said, you have the worst luck. And the farmer said, maybe. And the next day, the army came to take his son to war, but his leg was broken and he couldn't go. So the neighbor came by and said, you have the best luck. And the farmer said, maybe. And the minute I heard this story, I actually felt a pop in my chest, and I was filled with hope and possibility. Because I had been so worried in my life that the horse would run away that it never occurred to me that he could come back. And what's interesting, in a Taoist tradition, it, the story really means nothing is good or bad. Things just change. But for me, it brought so much hope and possibility. And no matter what problem, no matter what thought I had, I threw it against that idea of maybe, and I always felt better. Because I realized no matter what I was experiencing, maybe it could be good, maybe things would get better. Or maybe I would be okay no matter what happened in my life. And it was a game changer. Wow. You know, it's really, it's really interesting that, you know, the, the word maybe in our pop culture, as you know, uh, became extraordinarily popular in the song Call Me Maybe. Yeah. Uh, you know, and it was interesting because I really read a little backstory about that. Um, and, you know, kind of the controversy around actually having a scenario where something might happen and have it become so popular. Would we or could we in our pop culture today embrace that idea? You know, could well, we that, embrace it? Yeah. Yeah. That, you know the song I'm talking about, point. right? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. My agent used to call me up, and she kept wanting me to always promote the song. <laughs> saying I, you know, it's cute, and my kids love it, but I'm not sure that I could uh, do much more with it. But I, I see in our culture, people like to say, "Just stay positive, stay positive," and maybe I think is people might see it as a wishy-washy type of place to be, but in reality, positive thinking is very tough for people. I mean, yeah. if you go back to the book by Norman Vincent Peale, which is a brilliant book, The Power of Positive Thinking, it was God-based. And so what happens if you don't believe in God? I mean, there are people who have a tremendous amount of faith and in this world, and there aren't that many, but there are some, and they're just okay no matter what happens in life. And sometimes they have a strong belief in God, or sometimes they just go with the flow. But most of us fear uncertainty, so we write these stories of what needs to happen for us to be okay. I need to have this job until I retire. I need to have this amount of money in the bank when I'm 50. My child needs to go to this college. And we hold on to these stories. We're, we're not looking for maybe. We're looking for definitely. This is what's going to happen in my life. But sometimes these stories we write, they don't happen. And then we spin out of control. And then we worry life's not working out. And we forget that maybe I can get another job. Maybe I didn't need that much money in the bank. Maybe if my child goes to a different college, she will still be okay. And intellectually, we know this. Intellectually, we know that every end is a beginning, but emotionally, we really don't know it. And that's the problem. So staying positive is beautiful, but if you're afraid of uncertainty, 
what are you going to challenge it with? Because the negativity is going to get you down. So what maybe does is maybe actually takes you to this place where you believe more is possible because you're, we're, most of us are already living in maybe not. We're in this negative mind space. But with maybe, it's like, okay, maybe things could still work out. Maybe there's something else in my life. It's like we take that one worry that we put like in a little tiny test tube, but instead we throw it into an ocean and so much more is possible. So maybe helps us see I could still have what I want in my life. So it's really, I find, the most positive place to be because you see so much more. Yeah, it's like uh, it's like uh, a famous, I must be having my pop culture day today. Yeah, it's like <laughs> a famous line from, uh, you know, a movie that I've watched at least 10 times is like, you know, maybe if we just stayed positive, if we could just stay positive here, maybe, just maybe, there's a silver lining. Let's take a short yeah. break. When we come back, and boy, I know if you can, if you don't know what that movie is from, I'll tell you when we come back. When we come back, we're going to talk about finding faith. What's the relationship between faith and maybe? What's the connect? What's the disconnect? And why is this such a phenomenal message for changing your life? Stay tuned, everyone. We'll be right back. I threw a wish in the well. Hi, everyone. This is Dr. Pat. Let me introduce you to my friends at Galeo's Dressings and Marinades. In 1996, in Newport Beach, California, Chefs Andre and Gordana, both schooled in European traditions, created the most incredible dressings and marinades. But they're not just dressings and marinades. Think about this. What if you could buy a dressing and a marinade that was low in fat, low in sugar, and by the way, had all of the juicy ingredients no MSGs, no gluten, GMO-free, no artificial flavors, no colors or preservatives. Isn't it amazing? It's almost too good to be true. But find out for yourself. Go to GaleosCafe.com. That's G-A-L-E-O-S Cafe.com. And check out all of the dressings, all of the marinades, and order online for getting yourself free shipping. Or ask for the dressings at your local grocery store. It is an incredible way to kick off this fall season. Always inspiring and uplifting, Brenda Thine spreads love and light wherever she goes. Enlightening, empowering, and encouraging readings, Brenda connects with your guides, angels, fairies, and loved ones who have crossed over to provide you with the highest guidance possible to enable you to live your highest truth and maximize your potential. Always light-filled, a session with Brenda will have you feeling wonderful, centered, and ready to take on anything. Schedule your session now at brendathine.com. That's brenda, T-H-Y-N-E.com. On the cutting edge of the new mainstream, Christine Upchurch is passionate about bringing together science, psychology, and spirituality in a way that can be applied to our everyday lives for true transformation. The Christine Upchurch Show, stellar conversations to illuminate your journey, engages some of the most outstanding visionaries on the planet in lively dialogue to inspire you to become that bright light you're meant to be. Join Christine every Friday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time on KKNW, AM 1150, and Transformation Time. The Read of a Lifetime, Advanced Studies of the Human Aura by David Christopher Lewis overflows with new vital revelations to enlighten your mind and transform your world. Learn to supercharge your aura with rainbow-colored radiance and magnetize your heart's highest desires. Advanced Studies of the Human Aura, it will change how you see yourself. Advanced Studies of the Human Aura by David Christopher Lewis 
Order it today at davidclewisbook.org. Tune in to The Truth is Funny with Colette Stephan each Wednesday at 8 a.m. Pacific, 11 a.m. Eastern on TransformationTalkRadio.com. This hit show will have you thinking outside the box and riding the wave of infinite potential. Join Colette on the Higher Self Network, inspiring listeners to shine their brilliance and ensure success while roaring with laughter as they recognize the humor of the giant cosmic joke. Visit TheTruthIsFunny.com. Yeah, welcome back, everyone. Welcome back. You know, uh, the gift of maybe. And, you know, this is one of these conversations that, you know, really does hit home for me, finding hope and possibility in uncertain times. Um, And, you know, this idea of being addicted to certainty. uh, I think that in the world that we live in, it's an addiction that we really, really have a difficult time of even identifying. You know, it is the kind of place where we believe it is the place of security, this idea of knowing everything dotting all the I's, crossing all the T's, and yet the world around us is changing at such a rapid pace. Alison Carmen joining me here today, the author of The Gift of Maybe, Finding Hope and Possibility in Uncertain Times. You know, that, Alison, that line that I, that, I, that I just blurted out there was a line from that Bradley Cooper said so beautifully. I mean, I love this part in the movie Silver Lining Playbook. You know, because, you know, here he was, somebody that was about as uncertain to be around as you could possibly even imagine, right? You know, somebody that was so unpredictable, that was trying to hang on to life by a thread, by holding on to positive positivity, about being positive, you know, excelsior, the whole idea about it, and looking for the silver lining. And, you know, know, I've seen that movie, I can't tell you how many times, but it is not quite a place that, you know, the the masses of us can get to. How do you describe this gift, this gift of maybe? And what did you think about that line if you've seen that movie? Well, I love that line. I mean, that that was him finding the hope because, you know, life doesn't always look like it's going our way. And it's very hard for many people to stay positive. But with this idea of maybe, it constantly opens us up to more hope and and possibility. It's very difficult, as I said before the break, to constantly be battling between positive and negative thinking. Like, for instance, I I remember I had a client a couple of months ago, and he came to me, and he's like, Allison, I'm going to start a business, and I am positive that I'm going to have 30 clients at the end of the month and make $30,000. And he really tried all month, you know, to grow this business. He was a professional. And sure enough, at the end of the month, he had three clients and made $2,000. Now, and he was really down because he's like, this is not working out. But how do we know things aren't working out? Because maybe they still are. We write the story of how it needs to be. And sometimes life is really still going our way. So what maybe does, it allows us to open up when things don't look exactly as we planned and say, well, maybe this is still good. Maybe things will get better. Maybe I'll still be okay. So this way, this fellow was able to stay positive and say, well, I'm going to go forward with my business. I want to make this work. But with maybe, he was able to deal with the twists and turns. And I think that's what maybe does for us. And I think that's what maybe did for him in the movie. It gave him hope when things might not look like it was going his way. 
Well, you know, and part of this is that, you know, something you reference in the book, and I really want to talk about it because you really grabbed me early on in the book and talking about finding faith. And, right. um, and, and I want to talk about that. And I don't, I'm not really talking about faith per se. I'm not talking about rel- when I say faith, religious, as you talked about it, but faith is so, you know, the strength of my conviction in life. And that's what I call my faith, you know, in terms of what I believe is possible has always been either a point of m- forward movement or a point of backward movement, Right. And I would love for you to talk about, you know, this, you know, one of your clients that you referred to in this book about finding faith. Well, I mean, ultimately, faith is the way most of us would like to live, because faith (laughs) means I'm okay with whatever's happening in life, because I know it'll work out. But again, a lot of us, we struggle with that, because we're worried that things won't work out, that we won't get the life that we wanted. And the story in the book was about, I believe I've written a couple of stories yeah, about... Yeah, about um, the job loss, I think, yeah. Right. And there was this, I had this client, and he had lost his job. And he was so down and that I'm not going to find another job, things aren't going to work out, and he was really stressed. And I think a lot of people, you know, get worried when they lose a job or they don't have the money that they want to have. And his wife kept saying, you know, have faith, things will work out. And he's like, I can't have faith because I'm so scared. I'm so scared of the unknown. And for him, I think that it went back to he grew up in a house where his parents were warriors, and he had this habit of worrying when things didn't look like everything was going to be okay. And it turns out he ended up getting this job at this, um, and it was a temporary job. I, I think that the fellow that we're talking about, he was, he was in marketing. I'm not exactly sure. Um, and it was a temporary job. So he would always say, I'm going to lose my job next month. I'm going to lose my job in five weeks. And actually, this was a pretty good job to have. He was making a little more money than he had in his old job, but he couldn't stand the temporary nature of the job. They didn't say, we're going to hire you for five years, for 10 years. It was a temporary consulting situation. So when he came to me, we started to work with this idea of maybe. And I, you know, I said to him, how do you know that things aren't work out, working out in your life? For all you know, maybe they're going to keep you for a long period of time. Or maybe you have this job because there's another job that's going to happen in a year, and it's just not ready for you yet. So as he started to engage in this idea of maybe, he started to realize, well, maybe everything is okay. Maybe life is going my way. It's not what I expected, but there's still a lot of possibility. There's still a lot of hope here. And it was only with this idea of maybe that he was able to grasp that. And actually, sometimes I, I say that maybe is like cognitive faith. It takes you from a place where you're, you're doubting, that life's not going your way, and it takes you to a place where you're willing to engage in the possibility. And once you're willing to go there, you're going to open up because you're going to start to see, hey, maybe I can change my life. Maybe things can get better. And for this fellow, he ended up making more money than he did in his old job, and, and they kept him for a long period of time. It actually worked out very well for him. So there, there's so much more there when we're able to open up to it. Well, and, you know, part of this is really looking at the questions that you ask us to consider, you know, uh, and I and you say, write these down. Maybe my beliefs about this situation are not true. Maybe what is happening is good. Maybe what's happening can get better. Maybe I can find a way to accept whatever I'm experiencing and still be all right. Maybe in time I will know what to do next. Maybe everything is fine. I mean, just by saying those words out loud something shifts, right? Something changes. 
you know, so Something this is huge real, changes. Yeah. yeah. Oh, my God. You can feel it, right? Right. Oh, absolutely. And, and before that, though, the question right before that is, yeah, am I absolutely certain that things are not working out? And the, even before that, you write the statement that's frightening you the most. Um, I'm never going to find another job. Um, I'm never going to have enough money. I mean, those, those are broad statements. And then you say, well, am I absolutely certain? And most of the time, no, you're not certain. What else is there? And then you break out into these maybe statements. And if you do it long enough, sometimes there have been times in my life where I've had to do this for 30 minutes. I've had to keep writing one maybe statement after another. And, you know, and it's, if it's for a particular situation, the maybe statements get much more detailed. But eventually you will get to a place that you will feel less stressed, you will feel less anxiety, and you will actually feel more open to what's happening in your life. And you might even feel hopeful about it. Yeah. I mean, this is really kind of like the end game, too. I mean, if we're not willing to make some movement away from a position of failure, uh, and I use the word failure because, you know, for me, that's been my experience. When I've been kind of stuck on a position of gloom and doom, it is ultimately led to the self-fulfilling prophecy of that thing um, in whatever way that is. You know, but what you talk about is keeping hope alive, you know, of keeping, you know, this idea, even if it does mean to feel sad for the moment, but not forever. And yet we get stuck in events of our lives, right, where we think this sadness will never leave us. I'm sure you've heard that a million times, right? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. I actually had a fellow that came up to me and said to me, Allison, I didn't like your book. His wife had just died. He's like, my life's never going to get better. And he was Mm. grieving at the time. So, you know, maybe reading my book, he would have been better off reading it two months from from when he read it. But two years later, this fellow had a girlfriend and he was happy. And I'm not saying he was happier than he was with his wife, because maybe he doesn't say that. What maybe says it takes you where you are in the moment and says what's possible, what's left. So for him, there was stuff left. And ultimately, I'm not sure if he was happier before or after, but he still made the most of what's left in his life. And that's what's so beautiful about maybe. It allows you to feel the sadness. It allows you to feel the grief. It allows you to feel whatever you're feeling, but that at some point it says, hey, you're still here. What's still possible in your life? Where's the maybe? And that's what's so profound about it, because if we're here and if there's breath, there's something left to experience. I love it. We're going to take a short break when we come back. Wow. One of my least favorite things to talk about, but most insightful, thanks to uh, the gift of maybe. We're going to talk about the dreaded regret. What role does the mindset, that energy, the feeling, the vibration of maybe, how can that help us let go of regret? I should have. I would have. I could have. If I'd have only done this. Maybe if I didn't do that, you know, what if I didn't spend my life savings on healing my body? Oh, it can go on and on and on. When we come back, uh, Allison Carmen, my very special guest today, is going to really shine some light. We're going to talk about that and talk about what happens when we step away from the door to see what's possible. Stay tuned, everyone. We'll be right back. Put a little woohoo in your life with keys. 
Keys Clear Protein Waters have 22 grams of smile-making, attitude-adjusting protein in every bottle. Did I mention it's tongue-tingling taste? Not just another guilty pleasure. With Keys, you'll enjoy every low-sugar sip and freedom from gluten, lactose, and GMOs. Who needs the fountain of youth when you can find Keys on Amazon or at Keys, K-E-E-S, please, dot com. Put a little woohoo in your attitude with Keys Protein Water. What robs you of your energy and vitality? The weight gain that won't go away? Biochemical imbalances? Toxicity? Prolonged stress? Or maybe a trauma from a car accident or fall that damaged your nervous system? Call 866-499-7509 and talk to the doctors at Wellness One of Bellevue and Eastgate. They'll take the time to give you a free consultation to evaluate the health problems affecting you. Get your health and energy back. Call the doctors at Wellness One of Bellevue and Eastgate at 866-499-7509. Step into more inner and outer leadership in all facets of your life. This means being the CEO of your own destiny. Imagine a life of what you say goes. Lynn Brown, the host of Winning at the Game of Life, is going to help you activate the power in being present, owning your space, and harnessing all of your energy during her full-day workshop, Own Your Leadership, Own Your Life. Get ready to own your body, your relationships, your work, and your life. Lynn and co-facilitator Wendy Wolf have teamed up for a body and spirit experience that will transform you forever. Every person will receive two 20-minute sessions of body or aura work, amazing content, and a full one-hour healing session with Lynn or Wendy. Lunch is included. Space is limited. Sign up early and get an additional 20-minute session included. To register or for more information, contact Lynn at ruintuit.com or call 844-BE-INTUIT. Workshop is January 31st, 9.30 a.m. to 4.30 p.m. in downtown Bellevue. Tune in each Wednesday at 1 p.m. Pacific Time, 4 Eastern Time on Transformation Talk Radio to Limelight Radio with Katina Macris. This is an inspirational, cutting-edge radio show educating worldwide listeners on a diversity of Lyme disease-related topics. Each week, Katina will interview some of the world's leaders in health, wellness, spirituality, and human potential. For more information, visit LimeLightRadio.com. Tune in to The Truth is Funny with Colette Steffen each Wednesday at 8 a.m. Pacific, 11 a.m. Eastern on TransformationTalkRadio.com. This hit show will have you thinking outside the box and riding the wave of infinite potential. Join Colette on the Higher Self Network, inspiring listeners to shine their brilliance and ensure success while roaring with laughter as they recognize the humor of the giant cosmic joke. Visit TheTruthIsFunny.com. Hey, everybody, welcome back. You know, this is really, this is really, uh, for me, this is probably this whole idea that Allison is bringing to the forefront about the gift of maybe is such an extraordinarily important conversation. And the reason that, you know, I believe it is, is because we get so stuck. And, and, and then part of that also is we get on, uh, this roller coaster ride 
you know, Allison, I think it, I call it a roller coaster ride. I, I'm not sure if it's even that it, it, it receives something else, but you know, we get into this sit, you know, it's like this, um, secular thinking where the circular thinking actually where, you know, like regret, we start to think about, well, wait a minute, you know, I can't go to maybe, I, I don't even understand how I'm going to get there. You know, I have so many things that I look back at. If I'd have only done this differently at work, I wouldn't have lost this job. If I'd have taken better care of myself in my youth, I wouldn't be sick today. You know, if I'd have been, you know, more strict with my children, maybe they would have turned on. I could go on and on, but I know you've seen your 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 fair share of conversations about this, right? Oh, absolutely. I, I think that people come into my office or come to see me, and one of the things I hear the most is the story of the road not taken. And what's so interesting about the road not taken is people always describe it as this flawless, of, it would have been perfect. It would have been perfect. No bumps, no twists, no turns. And we forget that everything in life has twists and turns. And, they, and what they do is they compare their current life. Let's say they have a business and they're really stressed and, and they're, you know, struggling with a product line or their employees. They say, oh, if I would have chosen this other business, things would have been better. If I would have gone into that venture with that guy and he did so well. And we forget that that choice would have had twists and turns as well. And things, maybe they wouldn't have worked out better. Maybe things would have been harder. Maybe you wouldn't have had the experiences that you have today. All you could ever know is that you are here in the now with hope and possibility for the future. And that's really all we can say. And the road to re- road of regret is we'll never know. We'll never know. And it's just a story that we tell. And when we recognize I'm just telling a story, a fictitious story about what could have been, we start to let it go. We start to realize, okay, here I am in the moment, and maybe I could make my life work out from here onward. Well, yeah. And, you know, this is really, it's got to be one of the most challenging aspects of, of any kind of form of coaching work. But I'm sure, you know, that now you have created tools, though, for people to navigate their way past the regrets that happen. Um, because we do get so stuck in our past. Um, and we do get to the point where, we think that our past also will set a precedence for how we are to move forward in life. How does the gift of maybe help us create? How does it help us create? Create the joy, create the abundance, create the lives we truly desire. What have you discovered? Okay. Well, the first thing is, is that, you know, for me, when I discovered maybe, it helped me with my projections of the future that I realized that I didn't know what was going to happen. And within that not knowing, there was so many things that I, I did want. And I was able, because if you think about it, if you want your life to change, it's only going to happen in the unknown. You know, we, we turn our back on it, but that's where life's happening. If you're not happy now, it's the unknown that where all the gifts lie. So for me, that was all about the future. But then, you know, as I started to work with people, I realized that maybe also is a very powerful tool to help people let go of the past. Because we all have experiences in our lives. We have regret. We have, you know, like we talked about the road not taken. We had situations and experiences that make us feel things aren't possible. But when you start to engage in this idea of maybe, you start to realize maybe what happened yesterday will never happen again. Maybe this is a new moment. 
Maybe I can have the life that I want. And it's funny. It opens it up just a little bit. It's like you give people a little bit of doubt on their story of the past. That's what's interesting. It's like, you know, this whole idea of certainty. When you're looking at maybe, you know, and you're looking at based on your what happened in your past, all you're doing is putting doubt on that little story to think, okay, well, that was the past. Maybe things could be different. And if you give people a little bit of hope and a little bit of light, they're usually going to run with it. So if maybe it's taking you out of the past, and it's taking you out of the future, where do you end up? You end up in the present. And as we all know, the present is where life happens. It's where we have the most joy. It's where we're at peace. We're able to enjoy time with our friends and family. But it's also the place we're going to create. Because if you think about it, we're not worried about the past. We're not worried about the future. We are just open. We are open to all that is possible in this moment. And that is the true point of creation. And that's where I've seen people have the most success, where they're not, their minds are not all over the place, but they're just here in the now, open and willing to experience everything that's possible in their life. Well, you know, uh, when we take a look at moving forward, and I want to talk about this, is we talk about, you know, some of the people in our lives. And I was recently on your website and I was I was looking at, you know, uh, the conversation that was going on there about maybe and special needs children and children. So I want to talk about children for a minute um, and the, what, the, you know, what may introducing maybe into the life of a child could have for both the child and the parents. And I know you've done this work. So I'm so curious about how children respond to this. Okay. Well, you know, there are two, like you said, there are two sides of it. There's one, parenting with the idea of maybe, and the other piece is teaching children to live in maybe. Now, parenting, I'll start with the parenting piece. There's a tremendous amount of uncertainty in parenting. We have this idea of who our child will be, what our child will experience in their life, and we write a story that we're going to have these children, everything is going to be great, but things happen. I mean, I even remember... Um, a, a couple of years ago, I thought my daughter had celiac disease. And for some reason, it was like someone pulled the rug from under me. I didn't expect it. She was having all these, these stomach problems. And I spun out of control. I wrote the gift of maybe, and I spun out of control. And I couldn't get a hold of it because she wasn't supposed to have that in my mind. This wasn't supposed to happen, and I just couldn't get a hold of my mind. And I actually went back to that exercise that we spoke about um, in the beginning of our talk, and I asked myself, uh, what's my biggest fear? My biggest fear was my daughter has celiac disease and she won't be okay. And I asked myself, Allison, are you absolutely certain that that is what's going to happen? And I said, no, I'm not absolutely certain. So what else is there? And I had to wait 10 days to get her blood results back. So I was, I was looking at a 10-day period where I was spinning out of control. So the, after I you know, wrote those questions down, I said to myself, the first thing I wrote was, maybe she doesn't have celiac disease. And then my second thing was, maybe she has celiac disease and she'll be okay. Maybe these thoughts you're having are not true. Maybe you just need to wait and see what's going to happen. Maybe everything is okay. And I sat there for 30 minutes, and I wrote one maybe statement after another, after another. And all of a sudden, I felt this opening to realize, like, okay, this is a difficult situation, but there's hope here. I have no idea what's going to happen. But there's there's so many things in the medical community to help people like that. Maybe she didn't even have it. Maybe she had IBS. Who the heck knows what she had? But I was able to stay open. I was able to wait. And you know what also made me say? It made me realize, why am I going to sell tomorrow for today? I have 10 days here to enjoy my family, to enjoy my daughter, and to enjoy my life. So with all that hope and possibility, I was able to, to come back into the moment. And I think that's 
where it helps us with parenting. It leaves us in this bigger open space where we realize, yes, my child's going through a difficult time, or yes, something may be wrong, but there's still hope. There's still hope here. And with hope, I'm going to stay present and I'm going to stay open to what could happen next. And the more open you are, the more likely you are to, to find a great solution for yourself and your child. And you know, what... I'm sorry. What, what have you found uh, it, it, between, you know, bringing parents and children together about this? I'm so curious about what it would be like in 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 the day in the life of Allison Carmen and doing this work. <laughs> well, you know, it's interesting. I remember my my daughter came home years ago and she tried out for a play, and this was her dream. She. You know, she was doing a little acting in some some clubs, and and she was trying out, and she was just so sure that she was going to get a part. And not only did she not get a lead part, she didn't get any part. And she came home and said, Mom, and she was crying, and she was so upset. That's it, game over. She said, Mom, I will never try out for a play again. I am not interested. So not only did she say she wasn't going to try out, in her, you know, people rationalize things. She was never, this was it. She didn't like it. I don't even like acting. So interesting, that morning she woke up, I love acting, I love singing. But because of this rejection, she turned it all around and she shut down. So it was only through this idea of maybe that I was able to get her to open up and say, you know something, sometimes things, we don't know why things happen. But just because it happened this time doesn't mean that it's going to happen again. For all you know, maybe you're going to get a a, a a part in the next play and maybe you needed to work on your acting or your singing so maybe you could take some acting classes maybe you could take some singing classes maybe you'll have more time to to play some basketball and with this idea you teach kids that it's never game over there's always something else if you have breath you have hope and so when you start to teach children about hope and possibility when they get a grade that they didn't like they're not going to shut down they're not going to say oh i don't like math anymore because they weren't doing well they realize well Maybe I need to study a little bit more. Maybe I'll get better. Or maybe it doesn't even matter. Like, maybe I could still be successful and not do well in math. So it's really this beautiful place. And actually, my daughter now stars in high school. Now she gets all the starring roles. But imagine if she had shut down when she was, you know, in fifth or sixth grade and wasn't willing to try again because we're just so afraid of the pain. That's what it is. We're afraid of rejection. We're afraid of the pain. So we're like, I don't want to have that experience again, so I'm never going to try. But maybe we realize, come on, there's more to it. There's hope. There's possibility that life always has maybe in it. And if you teach a child that, they will actually end up being a positive thinker because they won't be afraid of uncertainty. Well, that's what I want to talk with you about when we come back from a break, because one of the things that that you say in the book, which I love in a great way to kind of bring this all together is maybe is always at play. And boy, I'll tell you, that is going to be the nugget here maybe is always out play. And so what is it going to take, as you say, what is it going to take to give it up for maybe? Let's take a short break, everyone. We'll be right back with the show. And how does, oh, another one of my favorites, self-doubt, how does self-doubt creep in and spoil the birthday party? All right, everybody. Let's take a short one. We'll be right back. Do 
Tune in to Psychic Cup of Coffee with Kelly Sutliff every Tuesday, 1 p.m. Pacific Time, 4 p.m. Eastern Time on TransformationTalkRadio.com. Kelly is a 14-year veteran of psychic ability, and she offers inspiration and comfort to those dealing with grief when they have lost a loved one, and also shares with people that the psychic world is very real. Call 1-800-930-2819 during the show with your questions and visit PsychicMediumKelly.com. That's PsychicMediumKelly.com. Tune in to Sheer Alchemy with Leslie Fontaine on TransformationTalkRadio.com and get ready to stir up your passions, identify your blocks, and shift into an entirely new existence. Leslie Fontaine is a transformation catalyst and clairvoyant who uses her intuitive and energetic gifts to catapult listeners into living the life they were born to live. Whether it's shifting from scarcity to abundance, from emotional pain into joy, or from illness into to help. Leslie will help you step into the true essence and power of all that you are with the help of the Ascended Masters and Archangels. You will not be the same. Visit TransformationTalkRadio.com for show dates and times and LeslieFontaine.com to say yes to explosive abundance. I'm Christine Upchurch, and this is a Stellar Reflections Minute. As a former research statistician, my scientific background is what many would call sensible. For more than a decade now, I have been working in the field of energy medicine, facilitating sessions and teaching around the world. People from the mainstream often ask me, how did a sensible woman like you end up working in such an alternative field? Implicit in their question is the underlying assumption that the field of subtle energy, such as energy healing and intuition, isn't sensible. But I believe it is very sensible. Even scientists are able to measure aspects of this. Approaching life from an energetic perspective brings us new opportunity for healing and transformation. And from a practical standpoint, even if you can't rationally explain how something works, if you experience a shift from it, then doesn't it make it pretty sensible? Please visit StellarReflections.com or call 425-999-9836. That's 425-999-9836. Chris Stainis is a spiritual leader and healer and teaches a course on how you can transform your life through a meditation and healing system that will manifest your spirit's dreams. She manifested the Women of Wisdom Conference, the Women of Wisdom book, and this radio show. And she can show you how to change your life, too. Are you ready? Visit the website and contact her at VoicesOfWomenToday.com. That's VoicesOfWomenToday.com. Hey, everybody. Welcome back. Allison, uh, J- Allison Carmen joining me here today. The book is The Gift of Maybe. It's fabulous. But also, if you go to AllisonCarmen.com, go to the website, you can follow the blogs that she writes and so many other things, you know, to live in this place where maybe is always present. And that's really what I what I love about this is really, you know, creating a life where maybe is always present. You, you and I were talking about something during a break that I think is really perfect to discuss. And that is this idea. If we are in the maybe, right, if we're in the gift of maybe, we're not battling. And boy, we know how to battle with ourselves, don't we? 
oh, absolutely, this is good, this is bad, I'm no good, I can't do this. And it's, it's really hard. It's really hard. But with maybe, it's almost like you're not in the battle. You just go say, maybe this is possible. Maybe I don't have to be afraid today. Maybe I could do this. So we're like, we just end the battle and we just say, maybe this is possible. It's like this soft little whisper in our lives for an opening for a new life, for a new way to be. And when you start to do that and you find more peace within yourself, it, it really is, it's a game changer. And we were also talking about fear. I mean, yeah. fear is really what holds us back. And so by saying, you know, maybe I can do this, maybe everything is okay, we're not stuck in that place. We're, we're saying that was yesterday, or I don't have to be like this anymore because I'm alive, I have breath, I have hope, I have maybe. And, you know, part of this is also, you know, looking at the world uh, where we get to negate the idea that we won't have this. See, you know, I think part of this has been for me in my own journey is really going in and excavating what I'm really believing, what I'm really thinking. You know, you may put on a smile today, but, you know, what are you really thinking? Are you are you walking on eggshells? Do you actually believe that you could have a phenomenal life? You know, what about the dreams you've had and what about the dreams you've created? So we have this 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 silent killer that goes on. And, you know, before the break, I said I refer to it and I think you do, too, as self-doubt, you know, and and I think that it's worth having a conversation about that because so much conversation happens about the word fear, but very little happens about the word doubt. And I think yeah. doubt is one of the most insidious of all characteristics. At least it has been for me in my life. What are your thoughts? Oh, no, absolutely. You know, when people used to come to my office and we used to talk about the idea of maybe and they would leave and say, oh, I feel so hopeful. I feel like I could pursue my career. I feel like I could pursue that business. I feel, feel like I pursue that relationship. And then I'd see them a month later and sometimes they, they, they've done nothing. And I said, well, you were so hopeful about the possibilities about your future. And they would say, well, I really didn't think that I was able to, I'm not able to pursue that career because I'm not smart enough. Or I was never able to, you know, start a business before, so I don't think it'll happen this time. Or I, I've never been lucky in love before, so they had all these doubts. And all of a sudden I realized, wow, you know, maybe it could help people with the future, but it could also help people with their own self-doubt. And what it does is it allows you to question these statements you have about yourself. Are you absolutely certain that you can't start this new career? Are you absolutely certain that you can't do this business? And again, Certainty is a funny thing. No, you're not absolutely certain. So what else is there? Maybe you can. So again, what maybe does, it casts doubt on the doubt, and it gives you this little place, this little opening of hope that maybe things could be different. And something that's all people need. They're so sure that it's not going to work out, but this little idea of maybe kind of alleviates all those past experiences, all those people that said that you couldn't because maybe you can so if, if you can constantly go back to it and open up and leave that fear and leave that doubt and kind of take little baby steps to make changes in your life, because maybe it will work out and maybe things will be different this time. And, you know, maybe your family, you know, your family upbringing, maybe, you know, none of what your 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 heritage talks to is the pathway you have to go. 
I mean, you know, and maybe some of the beliefs that, you know, our parents have aren't true for us. So that's right. what I love about it. You know, uh, it's really a conversation that allows us to clear the pathway for something new, to ask the question, what else is possible? Um, yes, I want to exactly. thank you for joining me here today. I know we've got a couple of more minutes left and, it, you know, there's just so much to really talk about. You know, um, where have you found in in what you've discovered and what you've written about, where what what have you found about what frightens people so much about uncertainty and how and how can we through your your personal message here today how can we help people move beyond that? Oh, I think that people deep down are afraid they're not okay. <laughs> I I think that they worry. I think we see things happen in the world that are frightening. And we don't know how to stand in this world. We want ground. We want certainty. We want to know we're going to wake up in the morning and we're going to be okay and our kids are going to be okay and our family is going to be okay. But there are twists and turns, and that's life. And being alive, it's a beautiful thing. It's a gorgeous, beautiful journey. And when we're so scared and we keep looking for that ground, to look for that certainty, we're not really going to get to enjoy the experiences and we're not really going to get to achieve the things that we want in life. So we have to recognize that, yes, the unexpected exists. But within that are beautiful things. Within that, there's hope and there's possibility. And even when something difficult happens, there's still hope and possibility past that point. Again, we talked about that. Maybe it doesn't say there aren't hardships in life. It merely says what's left, what's possible in our lives going forward. And then the other aspect of uncertainty is that when you start to see it, is that's where your life changes. Like if you're down and out today and you're saying my life can never be different, it's in the unknown that it's going to change. So if you could just turn towards it and say, you know, maybe I'll try something new and maybe everything will be okay. And maybe these horrible negative thoughts I have aren't true. Maybe something else is possible. I think we could change our relationship with uncertainty and see there's a lot of hope and possibility there for ourselves. And I think that's the name of the game. You know, maybe it's always at play. And if we could really embrace that, our lives will truly change and we'll find more joy in presence. Well, thank you so very much for joining me here today. Thank you for the work that you're doing. Uh, please tell folks again how to find out more about you, how they can find out about your blog, and anything else that you're up to. Okay. Well, you mentioned my blog. It's alisoncarmen.com, and I write a lot about uncertainty and parenting and business. And if anyone interested in any of these topics, they'll, they'll just love the website. I also write for Psychology Today, and I write for the Huffington Post. And my book is in all the major bookstores. You could find it online, and that's basically where you find me. All right. Well, thank you again for taking time out of a very busy day and a very busy schedule. And also, thank you so much. Uh, and, you know, uh, I grew up in New York. Uh, just say hi to that giant Christmas tree you got out there for me and uh, all the sparkly business of the holiday season in New York City. I definitely will. Thank you so much for having me today. I really appreciate it. All right. Thank you. Thank you all for tuning us in, turning us on, and we will see you next time on the show.
called the Oprah of Radio by her listeners. Award-winning host Dr. Pat Basile is blowing the doors off of traditional talk radio. Get ready for an energizing delivery and powerful interviews with leaders in the field of human potential. Dr. Pat's fresh new perspective on living life full out has catapulted her show to the top of talk radio. Tune in and Dr. Pat will help you thrive instead of merely survive. Visit thedrpatshow.com. That's T-H-E-D-R-Patshow.com for listening times in your area. Hi, everyone. This is Dr. Pat. Let me introduce you to my friends at Galeo's Dressings and Marinades. In 1996, in Newport Beach, California, Chefs Andre and Gordana, both schooled in European traditions, created the most incredible dressings and marinades. But they're not just dressings and marinades. Think about this. What if you could buy a dressing and a marinade that was low in fat, low in sugar, and by the way, had all of the juicy ingredients, no MSGs, no gluten, GMO-free, no artificial flavors, no colors or preservatives. Isn't it amazing? It's almost too good to be true. But find out for yourself. Go to galeoscafe.com. That's G-A-L-E-O-S cafe.com. And check out all of the dressings, all of the marinades, and order online for getting yourself free shipping. Or ask for the dressings at your local grocery store. It is an incredible way to kick off this fall season. Always inspiring and uplifting, Brenda Thine spreads love and light wherever she goes. Enlightening, empowering, and encouraging readings, Brenda connects with your guides, angels, fairies, and loved ones who have crossed over to provide you with the highest guidance possible to enable you to live your highest truth and maximize your potential. Always light-filled, a session with Brenda will have you feeling wonderful, centered, and ready to take on anything. Schedule your session now at brendathine.com. That's brenda, T-H-Y-N-E.com. On the cutting edge of the new mainstream, Christine Upchurch is passionate about bringing together science, psychology, and spirituality in a way that can be applied to our everyday lives for true transformation. The Christine Upchurch Show, stellar conversations to illuminate your journey, engages some of the most outstanding visionaries on the planet in lively dialogue to inspire you to become that bright light you're meant to be. Join Christine every Friday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time on KKNW, a.m. 1150, and Transformation Time. Talk Radio. The Read of a Lifetime. Advanced Studies of the Human Aura by David Christopher Lewis overflows with new vital revelations to enlighten your mind and transform your world. Learn to supercharge your aura with rainbow-colored radiance and magnetize your heart's highest desires. Advanced Studies of the Human Aura. It will change how you see yourself. Advanced Studies of the Human Aura by David Christopher Lewis. Order it today at davidclewisbook.org. Tune in to The Truth is Funny with Colette Steffen each Wednesday at 8 a.m. Pacific, 11 a.m. Eastern on TransformationTalkRadio.com. This hit show will have you thinking outside the box and riding the wave of infinite potential. Join Colette on the Higher Self Network, inspiring listeners to shine their brilliance and ensure success while roaring with laughter as they recognize the humor of the giant cosmic joke. Visit TheTruthIsFunny.com. Tune in to Psychic Cup of Coffee with Kelly Sutliff every Tuesday, 1 p.m. Pacific Time, 4 p.m. Eastern Time on TransformationTalkRadio.com. Kelly is a 14-year veteran of psychic ability, and she offers inspiration and comfort to those dealing with grief when they have lost a loved one, and also shares with people that the psychic world is very real. Call 1-800-930-2819 during the show with your questions and visit PsychicMediumKelly.com. That's PsychicMediumKelly.com. 
Tune in to Sheer Alchemy with Leslie Fontaine on TransformationTalkRadio.com and get ready to stir up your passions, identify your blocks, and shift into an entirely new existence. Leslie Fontaine is a transformation catalyst and clairvoyant who uses her intuitive and energetic gifts to catapult listeners into living the life they were born to live. Whether it's shifting from scarcity to abundance, from emotional pain into joy, or from illness into health, Leslie will help you step into the true essence and power of all that you are with the help of the Ascended Masters and Archangels. You will not be the same. Visit TransformationTalkRadio.com for show dates and times and LeslieFontaine.com to say yes to explosive abundance.